0: Hello, and welcome to Good Film Hunting, the podcast where our two sisters <laughs> in different parts of the country we'll talk about their shared love of movies. Um, we are coming to you today. Anne is in Chicago with you. And then Eleanor and our special guest are in L.A., so I'll let Eleanor take over. All right. We are in Los Angeles. Specifically, we're in Plus Saigon Pearl, where our, friend, where our friend of the podcast and one-time guest, Bobby, works, So so we just had some Vietnamese food, so we are, like, in the perfect mindset to talk about movies, because what else is better than fried rice and film? Um, (laughs) 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 So we, today, our special guest is Maddie, and she is an ammeter, um, so I will let her speak a little bit more about her life. Hi, I'm Matt Rodriguez. Um, I'm a freelance animator in L.A. Um, from, from Texas, though. And, yeah, I graduated just earlier this year. Um, I'm really. Congratulations. Excited. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so it is very impressive. And it was it's great because we're going to talk about Moana. So it'll be fun to talk about, like, the newest Disney animated classic with an animator. Yes, I love that. You'll be able to give us so much insight, which is my favorite part. Yes, so much insight. So we're going to start off with our first segment, which is what is something from this week that you've really, really enjoyed? And Annie, let's have you start it off. Okay, so like there are so many things that I can't choose, so I'm going to choose two. Okay, three. I'll go quick. Okay, number one is getting Christmas cards. Thanks, Eleanor. Got it today. Number two, sound of music sing-along. So good. Enjoyed every minute of it. Makes my heart so happy. Number three, the song California by Childish Gambino that just came out yesterday. It's awesome. Everyone should listen. Okay, I've done that. I haven't listened to it, and it's called California. Yeah, it's so good. It is so good. Okay, this is good. Something to look up. Okay, Maddie, how about you? Wait, um, I imagine we'll be talking more about the Hamilton mixtape, um, but yeah, there was that, um, so, like, talk about... It. Should we talk about that now? Yeah. Okay, it. um, yeah, something that I realized about the Hamilton mixtape is that, like, um, it circles back to what Lin-Manuel Miranda wanted to do in the first place, which was make a mixtape, but just so happened to be about this dead founding father, um, but, like, music isn't my language, I... Like can't exist without it. I have to like, I <laughs> uh, draw with it in the background. So um, it's just nothing that I like really thought too much about until like Hamilton and the mixtape came out because I realized that like there's so much that informs this kind of thing, um, and like it's not it's not just like a rehash of the musical. It's like it draws back to the original influences of the musical. Musical hat in the first place, so that was yeah. my revelation. Um, oh, also, so Childish Gambino's really cool. album. So okay, I now my takeaway is I need to go listen to Childish Gambino. Yeah, for me specifically from the mixtape, I would say "Helpless," uh, which I talked about, I think last podcast, my obsession. But I would say the what it's been replaced by "Burn" by Andre Day. I love that song anyway, and now I never thought I could love it more but I do. Um, but in separate news, I saw La La Land in a pre-screening, and it's just really beautiful the way it makes in its, like, love letter to Los Angeles way because despite the fact that so many movies are made here, the city itself is never really highlighted, and mm-hmm. it, this was a nice corrective. Good. Okay. I like it. I'll have to yeah. see when it comes out. You will. You'll enjoy it because it's Christmas. Um, so what, I think it's a Christmas Day release. Um, but you'll be able to see it when you get back from our adventure. Yes. Yes. Adventure time. It's coming. in like, it's two weeks from tomorrow. Adventure time is two weeks from tomorrow. That's For ridiculous. Us. I can't believe it. I know. So much planning to do. Yes. So much planning to do. Okay, so let's jump into our main topic of the day, which is Moana. So we're going to ask our guests to provide a brief synopsis or tagline. You can do this in any form you want. We've had people um, do it in haiku before, spoken word, song. Uh, you could just uh, do something short and sweet, totally your cup of tea. Okay, um, so Moana is the first. And hopefully not only um, Pacific Island Princess. She's, I would consider a princess, even though her father's not a king. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's really good to see uh, Christian and Paula up on, like, the big screen for, like, other little girls to, like, emulate. Because she's really cool. Um, but, yeah. So Moana is about this um, girl who needs to find a way to save her island and also the world. And she gets help from this huge, hulking, literally larger-than-life demigod, Maui. Um, Yeah. No, that was a really good description. And I would say, Moana, I love that. I've seen three times in theaters. um, Twice with Annie and one time with Maddie. Look at that. Um, And I think what was so important and one of the things I appreciate most about this movie is that unlike even in in more recent incarnations of, kind of empowered injustices she the story is not based on her gender at all like there's no right. there's no conflict at all posed by the fact that she's a girl um and there's no one in the village who questions her ability to lead to, to lead based on the fact that she's a girl and i love that oh my goodness yeah i like that too that was something i noticed is like none of them were weirded out by the fact that it's like He didn't have any sons, and she was going to be the next ruler. Um, I can comment on that, actually. Um, So in pre-production, when they were still, like, trying to figure out the story, Mm -hmm. apparently she was going to have nine older brothers. Oh. And she was supposed to be the tenth and only daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so they had, like, all these separate designs for these nine nine brothers, and, like, the oldest was most, like, his father and, like, chieftain-like. Um and like the youngest was quirky and weird. But they mixed all of that. Um, I think probably because they felt like it would detract from Moana herself. Um which right. I personally really liked. I'm I'm a Filipina girl. I'm an only child, so like mm. getting to that's really cool. Oh well you guys will enjoy this then. So Eleanor met my students when I was in um when she was in Chicago. And so, Eleanor, you remember Maggie, who's so cute? Yeah, Maggie was my favorite. Yeah, Maggie's adorable. Um, And she and I sang Moana by heart (laughs) on our way to a field trip this week. And she hasn't even seen the movie, and she's obsessed. Like, she was just so into it. She's just like, I just love this song. (laughs) I was like, okay. And then it was actually a really sweet field trip. We went to this place called, um, oh, shoot, the Ray Graham Society, And it takes care of, like, mentally – it has services for, like, mentally – developmentally challenged, like, children and adults. But, like, we went and, like, spent time with the adults. And we were just, like, doing fun Christmas activities with them. And all the girls and I sang Moana to them. And it was the best ever. Cool. That's really – that is really cool. And it's – I can't believe Maggie hasn't seen it yet. That was, like, our friend Amanda who – she didn't go see this movie over Thanksgiving, and she went to a movie with her mom, and her mom, who is from the Philippines, chose Dr. Strange, and I was like, Amanda, what are you doing? That's crazy. Literally choose the White Walk movie O Moana. Well, like, all of my students were going this weekend to see it, and I think maybe because I, I talked about it so much, because it's, like, the only thing I talk about now, so I think they decided that they had to see it to have a conversation with me. Oops, true. This is the only way that your children will learn if, or your students will learn if you force them to watch Milwaukee. <laughs> yes. Oh, but I mean, I'm so excited. All child listeners, <laughs> a lot of my students listen to this. Now I have some eighth grade boys. What up, kids? Uh, listening to this as well. Um, but we're all going to watch a very awesome movie in February together, but I'm not going to let you know what it is yet. <laughs> Okay, that was really useful for the majority of our listeners and for this conversation, Annie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just excited about it. Okay. Okay, so what was your, we'll start with Maddie. What was the most impressive or powerful scene in the movie for you? Oh, but it's a spoiler. Okay. Um what is your second or spoil you can spoil. I can spoil okay yeah, you, okay. Anyone who's listening, spoiler where um toward the end you learn that the antagonist or the antagonistic uh, figure in the story isn't the antagonist and like learning that she's like a woman that needs to be restored by another woman was really great. Um, that mm-hmm. entire sequence of seeing um this like brave 16 year old girl slowly walk not violently like she's not fighting um uh anymore Mana's not fighting tikkaa she poses her gently and like in in a gesture that's like I don't, it's like not sexualized either no, not of it's sexualized and she like leans her forehead up against this like huge god she's a god right she's a god yeah and so um and that was just really powerful. Like, there was no, like, female and female conflict. And even if there was, it wasn't like, oh, one's bad and one's good. Like, you have right. to be this way in order to be considered good. Um, that was really cool. First time I've ever, like, shook while seeing a movie. So. Oh. Yeah. The, awesome. animation, the animation was outstanding in part because the ocean was so alive. And... God. I mean, one of the scenes that like really stuck with me was Moana as a baby in those in that first sequence. Also because she's an adorable baby, but just yeah. the way that the water moves and is a character—it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, no. I I enjoyed all of it. I mean, <laughs> I did. I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite. Um, but. I mean, I would would say that I did enjoy the the stingray connection, which sounds kind of strange, but I I kind of enjoyed the kind of beautiful, like, spirit almost kind of going under her boat, and and I just always, like, loved the stars and, like, night skies and lights and all that kind of stuff, so I thought that that part was particularly just beautiful, like, to watch, Um, but it was all so good. It was all so, so good. I don't know. It's hard to choose. Yeah. There are so many good themes. One thing, the music was all very good, obviously, because it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I even, more to the Melissa Cara version of How Far I'll Go, I love the You're Welcome version by Jordan Fisher. In part because I I love Jordan Fisher. Yes, you do. He's the cutest. And I've loved him since Teen Beach movies, (laughs) so it's been like a deep undying love for this, like, (laughs) 21-year-old. But you know You're not these are LCC. the like these are the life choices one made. Um, and then, yeah, so that was and also like I listened to the soundtrack before I went to see the movie, and I was like less impressed with "You're Welcome." So the rock song when I listened to it on its own the first time, but then within the context of the oh, yeah. story, I loved it. I mean, the rock was so good, and it was fun watching it the second time when we saw it with my brother because. It made me very much aware that our brother is so much like Maui, and that like he's very sarcastic and like kind of mean, but like in a very compassionate way. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Maui's so, right. big brother, you like wish you had. You can also turn into a hot chill, just chill. He's casual or a shark head. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, like, I thought The Rock's performance was really good because I didn't, when I heard Maui, I didn't see The Rock. I, right. I, it really irritates me sometimes when, like, with voice actors, you can't, like, take away the actual face because, like, The Rock himself is, like, a persona. And so, like, being able to, yeah, being able to, like, take that away and just see, just see, like, the saw character was really, like, in, like, not in life, but, like, Listening. Like they did it well. I hope he does more voice acting stuff because that was really cool. Apparently he had done voice acting before, and look, I was reading somewhere that he's very anxious about voice acting, and, and he yeah, always he it's it. the hardest thing to do. Yeah, and he's always asking for like affirmations about how it works. Yeah, and or like, I'm sorry. Sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> Um, no, so I thought the voice actors, like, universally were so cool. Jermaine Clement um, shiny, was shiny. Shiny is really grown on that me. Shiny great. <laughs> it is. It even, well, Rachel House plays the grandmother, and I loved her from, like, different, like, Kiwi films. Um, and the fact that they, because she's Maori, and, like, the fact that they made such an effort to include Holland's, um, like, Actors of Polynesian descent, even if they're not well-known in the United States, I thought was so powerful. And even, like, Nicole Scherzinger as Moana's mother, like, that works if she's Native, like, she's part Native Hawaiian. Like, this is an important story for her. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm kind of, I was kind of sad, actually, that they didn't give her a song. And I know that it probably wouldn't have worked, like, in the narrative. But she does actually have a beautiful voice. So, Part of me was like, oh, this is kind of underutilized. So maybe that will come in like Moana too. You know, who knows? Well, and I would say one of the real strengths of this script was the mother was supportive mm-hmm. of Moana. Yeah, like the yes. parents weren't—they weren't there just to like or, or hinder, yeah, like hinder their kids. Like, uh, like she was able to go out and do things. Um, but like even even the father like he he had a reason it wasn't just like you're a girl so you should stay inside no it's like i lost my best friend to that ocean like i'm not letting go because of that um, right and the mom was like really understanding so it was really nice to see that too and also to no, sure. like and to have a mother and grandmother character who are alive yeah. yes they do yeah and it was right like, and at no point was her father angry at her for disobeying him, just for the sake of disobeying him. And that—that's right. a sh- too, because you have the sense, like in Pocahontas, that polar was men trained and all the other kind oh, like a hierarchy, so to say. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, Whereas we're saying he had a, he had a real reason for being concerned about her traveling. I was surprised because like that sequence that they show of uh, his friends, like drowning. Like, that's actually, I thought that was kind of, like, violent, I guess. It was dark, and it was pretty dark. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, it'll be interesting to see how, like, when this movie comes out, and when families watch it over and over again, how parents interpret that, because I, I know multiple people with small kids who said in Frozen that they never watch the scene where the parents drown. Like, even though it's it's never very it's not graphic or explicit because it's just essentially right. the way the ship yeah, and yeah. the black uh, it's not block. as like explicit it's I not it's, as, it, yeah but I know people who don't even have their kids watch that because they're like it's just not worth those daily conversations so it'll be interesting no. like my mom even, even when we were walking on the beach at like Santa Monica when my mom would visit me she'd like freak out and be like don't go too deep into the water and I'm like mom we standing along the shore and <laughs> calm down like she, she's from um, an island called Ramblon in, in the Philippines. And the, it's, like, in middle cluster of islands. And she talks about how, like, powerful and terrifying the waves are. And so, like, the inclusion of that, like, not only is there this, like, almost worship of the ocean, mm-hmm. there is a respect for it and an understanding that it can easily, like, take you away. Um, like, my mom, I don't know, the way she says it, it sounds... It's like the translation of it would sort of be along the lines of, like, it will grab you and, like, pull you in and that's never let you go. So I think that's, like, also important to include because, like, it's so – the movie is so surrounded by the ocean. Right, right. And I did really want to go to any island, truthfully. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I just need to go. I just need to be surrounded by water and, like, have feel that power. Um, water is so, so I helpful. think that makes sense then to buy a plane ticket to Singapore for some great. That's what it sounds like. Oh, goodness. Stop. <laughs> <This> conversation. <laughs> you are terrible. No, but, but, but I told you, Maddie, but I am, in fact, somewhat terrified of boats. Like, I can go on boats, but I get a little bit scared of them. But I say uh, my fear quite frequently. Um, but it's, it's out of that kind of respect, for the power of the ocean, because I feel like I've seen so many movies where the boats just slipped and in my brain, like all I can think of when I get on a boat is like, what is going to happen if this boat flips and I'm cut underneath? Like, I have no idea. I don't know what I do. Hopefully, swim. I hope that you know. But anyway, Anne's real oh, fears. Solid fear. Hopefully, swim. But it is swim up. Last twice, yeah. Well, around this time last year, we went to the Galapagos. And it yes. was like a big, wow. I don't really like animals. My sister doesn't really, she hates both. And our friend, Zachary, who we were with, is scared of the ocean. So like, the only thing right we were with them make other
1: poles. <laughs> <laughs> Little
0: pieces. Well, We all had a great time. I have these really great important videos of Annie on a boat, like near tears about being like, Do one thing every day that fears like that scares you. Important <laughs> video. Yes. I mean, because I yeah. not teach my students, but they teach me every day. <laughs> no. Um
1: yeah. Hashtag glass.
0: Hashtag glass. I mean it's really scary. Um These boats were also really tiny, and they did not seem to be able to withstand the power of the sea. Um, But we made it. We survived. Anyways, to get back to Moana, I also – I loved this movie because I I didn't feel an absence of a love story. You know how sometimes you're kind of worried about that because we grew up on, um, like, the classic Disney princesses and and the classic plot lines and – and truthfully, like, I liked the movie Brave, but it kind of felt too forced. It is absolutely forced. And also because the whole element is, like, she doesn't want to get married. Yeah, right. That's already there. And then, like, right. and then to the topic of conversation. That's already right. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like this is the first time for me, at least, where it was, like, a movie without any romance. A movie? Does that make sense? I mean, I don't know. That sounds so bad, but I think it's so often... Films and TV focus on romantic love, um, and this movie focuses on so much love it. outside of that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like the familial love in this, was like, course. Um, it like wasn't an embellishment or anything. Like it was, it was natural. It was purposeful. It was very purposeful because she's all about her island and her people, and and. Like, that part of their culture is like great. Great. yeah oh beautiful yeah it was it was beautiful and I've been telling like all my students to see it but it was also so funny because last night we had our like staff Christmas party and I was talking to um, the principal at my school who her daughter loves film and and I was telling her about Moana and I was just like it made me leave and go hey girl power like Any girl can save the world. I can save the world. I want to save the world. And I really do feel like that's what I left the theater feeling. I was like, I have so much power, and I'm going to take it, Um, which is great. And I hope that every girl who ever sees this movie feels that way. Yes. It's true. Well, it's interesting. Even on Monday night, I was talking to our friend Erin, and she – Like me, was like, I feel like this song, How Far I Will Go, is speaking to me at, like, a very important point in my life where it's, like, almost too real. (laughs) You're, like, I maybe need this song and this message a little bit too much for my age. (laughs) Right. Wait, can I? Okay, so along those lines, I was just thinking to myself, like, it would be really interesting to have, like, a little little person in on this conversation because I wonder how they take it and... um but I actually did get some feedback. So I, I teach a class of like eighth graders to get them ready to take this test to get into high school. Anyway, long story. There's this kid in my class who doesn't go to the school I teach at. Um, but he said that he had taken his little sister to see Moana over Thanksgiving break, and he's like, "Yeah, I really liked it." And I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" I was like, "What did your little sister think?" Um, his little sister's four, and he said that. She enjoyed it, but she couldn't understand it. And I was like, oh, I guess I think she does make sense. Like a four-year-old, it would be really hard. I feel like it was very deep. Um,
1: well, it would be hard for a four-year-old. One of the things I
0: was surprised about was that there were often, like, pretty long spaces between songs. Oh, well, that's yeah. true. It's not like, I'm going to explain what's happening right now with a song. Bombs. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, it, it was very cinematic in the sense that like they didn't have exposition or anything. They let like, right. me soak up the background and like I don't I wonder how that is for the intention span of a four year right. old. I feel that way though about Frozen and Frozen like took off in a real way. I don't really care about Frozen. Yeah. 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 I. It was really pretty and like a lot of the, the like mechanics they used in the snow they, they were able to tweak for the ocean so like it was a definite stepping stone for for the movie, as well as like the hair and angles and in in braids. But like, right, Frozen was. And I was talking to Eleanor about this whole waiting for Moana to start out, Like Frozen also felt like it was trying too hard. Which you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like go against that or say that's a terrible thing because we have to try hard. We have to be right. like this is what matters. Like, it's really love is a thing. We're not trying to tear each other apart. Um, but, like, it's got weird thoughtful to it. Um, oh, agreed. And I I don't think I'd watch it again. I did appreciate how, like, everyone was, like, crazy about it. Because it was like, yeah, appreciate this animation. Well, and because it was boys and girls, too. So. Yeah. And that's big. Uh, and yeah, no, player. I would agree with that. <laughs> But I kind of I kind of loved that this 8th grade boy was like, yeah, because I was like, has anyone seen it? That was the first thing I asked him. He was like, yeah, I thought. I really liked it. I was like, yes, yeah, go see the movie. Everyone, boys, you know, girls, everybody go see this. Um, but, okay, wait, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, I do want us to touch just for a second because I know that we've all read – um, this article and have reacted to it but the one about Moana's body type of what kind of image that sets up for young oh. and girls and women in general um, and I mean I I remember watching the movie and being like oh she's not super skinny and like thinking like oh that's cool but then keeping going but obviously people read more into that than I did um, so go <laughs> okay So we will walk and talk. Um, So, so I would say with that, one of the main things. One of the main things is that I actually honestly didn't even think about her body type Mm. until until then. Until I read that article, it was just not in my mind. Yeah, that's good. But. But um, yeah, so that was something I didn't think. So I'm gonna have you talk for a little bit of time. Wait, was that me or at end? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so like I, I've been seeing. I'm on Tumblr. um, I've been seeing a lot of posts about. Actually, I'm gonna walk past these speakers first (laughs) before replying to you. But I've been. I've been reading a lot of things on Tumblr, and one of the posts that came up recently was how um, there's a very clear discrepancy between the concept art and the final product. And a lot of people are saying the final product are these, like, wide-eyed, same-faced models that all look the same, um, whereas the concept art is so, like, wildly varied and beautiful and, like, rich in color. Um And that, I, I agree with that. Uh, one, of the, one of the movies that, was it earlier this year, a couple years back, Book of Life, does a really good job, yeah, like it does a really good job at maintaining both the concept art and the actual designs of the 3D models in the movie. Mm, um, because Guillermo del Toro was like, hey, I really like concept art, just Make models of the concept art. He you know, like it. Concept art looks exactly like it did in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that aside, uh, I don't like a lot of the Disney models where it looks like the wrists could snap, right. or their heads are like too big for their shoulders. Right. And I don't know if anyone has made articles or commented on how that might make girls really self conscious about their body type. Right. Um, honestly, I I don't know. I have to talked to someone about this if they've they've suffered from like what is it called like body oh, dysmorphia. dysmorphia? Dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what it um, is? I think so. Someone check on that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I really like Mona's body type. I know a lot of girls who are like I guess she'd be considered stocky, but her like but the she's body healthy. type made sense. Yeah, she ma- it makes sense for her lifestyle. She's climbing up coconut trees, she's helping her like people harvest um crops and stuff. Like it makes sense. Um and if it inspires girls to get out there and climb trees and to do anything that I guess boys would do, then why not? Right. Well, And then along with that, what I didn't understand about the article saying that, or the conservative article saying, like, that will encourage girls to, like, become obese, I think there's, like, enough of a problem with with obesity with obesity in the United States, and we've only really had, like, super skinny princesses, so that's a really dumb argument that kind of, like, negates history as we've seen it. Right. No, I would agree with that. Okay, anyway, I feel like we should wrap up because we're, we're hitting this 30-minute 30, 30 mark. We don't want to go too beyond. So um, it's true. we end our podcast by talking about um, a place in the world we would like to go. So I'll let you guys start. So where's a place in the world you want to go right now? Right now? right now. Uh, besides home, besides Houston, um, I'd actually love to go back to the Philippines because whenever I went, it would be around Christmas time. Um, I've actually never been to my mom's island. Mm. Uh, I when I told her about Moana, she she's like, I really want to go back home, and so I'd love I'd love to go back to the Philippines. Yeah, those that so are great answer. <laughs> that makes complete sense. I similarly would want to go back on um, to New Zealand. Uh, in part, like there was a lot of um, actors and actresses of my Maori, Maori descent. Mm -hmm. Um, in the film, but then along with that was this week the news about how New Zealand is playing a giant game of Secret Santa with strangers across New Zealand. I love it. And obviously that's, like, the best thing in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, So, actually, super funny, before you said that, Eleanor, I'd already kind of chosen New Zealand in my head for similar reasons, but... Also, just because I've never been and I've heard it's so beautiful. So, um, New Zealand's my cho- choice, too. And, ugh, I want to go so badly. Um, but, anyway, we'll go sometime soon. Maybe next Christmas. New Zealand. Okay. Anyway, friends, it's been lovely. Have a great rest of your weekend. All right. See you next time. Bye. I'll try out a closings every single time. <laughs> what? We'll try out new closing statements every single time. This time it will be the sound of, like, a car moving. (laughs) (laughs) The best sound. Okay, well, it was a lovely chat. Bye, guys. Bye.